8.08. And so Japan's latest defence white paper released last week renewed Tokyo's territorial claim to the South Korea-controlled Dr. Islets and confirmed for the first time that North Korea's miniaturised nuclear warheads that can be mounted onto missiles. We can welcome Dr. Lee myung senior researcher at the Sejong Institute for further analysis. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking the time. And so... Yes. We, we've seen in this white paper how Japan's defense ministry made a controversial territorial claim by referencing the July incident involving Russian bombers' incursion into South Korean airspace. They would claim that as Japanese airspace. Can you firstly explain to us what exactly occurred then, in case anyone wasn't aware or has forgotten? Mm. Yes, uh, what happened in, in July was that uh, there were uh, two Chinese uh, military planes and uh, Russian, uh, two Russian uh, military planes intruded uh, Korean Cadiz. Cadiz uh, means that the Korean Air Defense uh, ad- ad- Identification Zone, and uh, these four uh, planes, uh, military planes, intruded uh, Korean Cadiz, and one uh, Russian uh, planes intruded that uh, Korean uh, air, territorial uh, air. So, uh, in response, uh, Korean uh, uh, fighters or uh, military planes uh, kind of warning shots uh, to those uh, intruding uh, Russian uh, fighters. That's uh, briefly what happened in uh, July, in late July. This is, though, the 15th year that Japan has made this territorial claim to Dokdo in its defence white paper. Is there anything particularly different this time around? Some analysts see Japan as trying to intensify its claim, for example. Uh, actually, what uh, Japan is basically arguing is, I think, it's about the same. But uh, as we just uh, mentioned, that what's been going on between uh, Korea and Japan... Uh, has been uh, different, I think. Uh, for example, uh, there there have been uh, what is the petrol or plane uh, incidents, and uh, as, you, as you just mentioned, that uh, this uh, Chinese and uh, Russian uh, military planes uh, coming to uh, Korea's air. So that kind of things has been. Uh, uh, the examples of uh, changing situations uh, surrounding uh, Korea and Japan. So uh, what has been uh, saying uh, by Japanese government is that uh, since they are arguing that uh, Tokyo is theirs, so they are kind of arguing that uh, they have uh, some say over uh, this this, uh, July uh, instance. Can you tell us more about the Japan Air Self-Defense Force, though, and how active and expandable it is given Japan's current constitutional limits? Uh, <clears throat> yes, um, uh, Japanese uh, Air Self-Defense Force is well known for its uh, advanced technology or that, uh, the capability of that uh, super uh, or high-tech so uh, it's old data, but uh, uh, in uh, 2013, 
Japanese uh, air self defense force was ranked as fourth in uh, in the uh, in this uh, air uh, military uh, capabilities. As such, uh, Japan has, uh, let's say, for example, uh, F seven F thirty five. Uh, which will be uh, expanded or uh, increased to uh, more than 100, about uh, 150. And uh, presently, the most uh, powerful uh, fighter is F-15, and they have uh, uh, 200 F-15s, and uh, there were about uh, more than 80 F-2. So... Uh, these are the main uh, fighters composing uh, uh, Japan's air self-defense forces, uh, which shows us that uh, it is uh, powerful. And uh, along with that, I mean, uh, they do have that uh, E-2, and I just mentioned that uh, uh, P-3C, which is a petrol or planes and that kind of thing. So... Uh, Japanese air self-defense forces is well known for its high-tech capabilities. Even though there is this peace constitution, um, which, of Mm. course, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's long-held goal has been to to alter. Uh, Beyond the the doctor issues and some of these military confrontations, how... Has Japan assessed South Korea amid the escalating diplomatic tension between the countries like the trade route, Jisomia? Uh, mm. Is Japan really starting to view South Korea as, as as more of an enemy or is this more of a temporary state of affairs, do you think? Mm. Well, uh, I think uh, the typical uh, Japanese policy towards uh, Korea is kind of, I mean, uh, Two, two aspects, that is that uh, history of a political thing is different from, uh, should be, uh, yeah, uh, should be, should be seen as different from that uh, economic things and that kind of uh, things. So uh, they do. But uh, presently, what is most uh, uh, concern for uh, Japan is that what they, they're claiming is that uh, can Japan uh, trust uh, Korea? So that's why they are doing this white list uh, kind of controversy and the kind of things. Uh, so, but that doesn't mean I think uh, they are uh, kind of arguing or uh, considering uh, Korea as a kind of, I mean, a foreseeable uh, enemy or that kind of things. That's why, in a sense, uh, they uh, criticize. Uh, Korea's this the Korean government's decision to uh, do away with this Jisomia, uh, I think. The, the uh, South Korea issue is a big one for Japan at the moment, but so too is the confrontation potentially with China. As uh, according to the white paper, Japan considers China a bigger security threat than North Korea. China's not happy with that. Um, yes, yes. But uh, where we saw Japan's defense 
minister concerned was, for example, China rapidly increasing military spending. China hit back, saying they'd not accept the groundless criticism of its normal military activities. Can you describe for us the tension there? Uh, yes. Uh, I think, as I just mentioned, that uh, the main focus or main thing about uh, the relationship between uh, Korea and Japan is a uh, matter of uh, trust. And as such, I mean, it's about the same uh, between uh, Japan and uh, China. So, uh, so so many years, uh, during the uh, last uh, 10 or 20 years, uh, Japan arguing that uh, Chinese military information is lacking of I mean, transparency. So uh, they uh, try to uh, get uh, proper information that uh, China should produce. So uh, I think that, that, that's the main thing uh, between our two countries. And uh, of course, and there are some uh, rivalry in, in, let's say, some kind of I mean, inevitable rivalry between two, let's say, uh, big countries within the same uh, region. So uh, probably that uh, rivalry cannot be escaped. But uh, for the time being, China, uh, Japan is arguing that uh, China should show some more uh, transparency so they can, let's say, some, uh, trust in this uh, military aspect. Thank you very much, Dr. Eve, for joining us today to reflect further on this white paper. Good to have you with us. Dr. Imianu, Senior Researcher at the Sejong Institute.